It's When Will It End, Baby Genesis. And we're going to explain the origins of the podcast, but let me explain this first. There's multiple timelines. I had sex with Charles in the, in the 80s to give birth to him in the 90s. But what happened is that he has dreams of the 2010s where everyone's on their dang cell phone. So we have to go back to the 80s to go forward to this 2017s. And then there, the guy who was not had sex yet born earlier is going to come back a robot now. And, the, and Grandpa Robot's here. And hi, it's When Will It End. I'm Josh. I'm Charles. And we're today we're talking about a real fucking stinker. This was a... Can you imagine if our podcast was as bad as this movie? I mean, I think uh, we have been there. <laughs> you know, I think, hey, if you if you mm. can't hand this podcast at its Terminator Genesis, you don't deserve it at its Terminator Salvation. That's okay? so true. I will say we... Man, I don't know what... Let's, Can let's we, well, backtrack first, for a minute. Yeah, I mean, I liked, I liked your energy going in. Getting people all amped up. Yeah. Ready to know what they're going to expect. But let's get excited. Yeah. But we're a podcast. Yeah. We watch a whole series of movies. Yeah. Start to finish. Start to finish. We start with one. I like. Yep. We go all the way on. One, two, two three, four, five. And we've now, I think, tied uh, our longest series, right? We, we haven't gone longer than five yet. I mean, Pirates Shrek five. Was six. Well, Shrek plus, you know, ephemera. So it wasn't sure. like there's only four canonic Shrek installations and then ephemera. That's true. So I think this is like. We're going the distance with this one, obviously. You know, this is being recorded in anticipation of Terminator 6 Dark Fate. Yeah. Bringing back our favorites. Can I briefly tell a story? Yeah, please. (laughs) Uh, I was playing. Have you played any of those Jackbox games? I don't know what that is. Oh, they're really fun. You get a bunch of friends together, and it's like a computer game that you play on your phones. This is the shit you love. You like friend activities, which is like a nightmare to me. John Connor would disapprove. Or who is the. No, who, who hated all the phone use in this movie? Oh, uh, I couldn't even really remember who, like, everyone's on their goddamn cell phones. The fact that this is actually a movie where everyone's on their goddamn devices is, like, so crazy. Like, that's the most dystopic reveal of the entire uh, fucking thing. Uh, but anyway, we were playing um, a game called Fibbage 3 or something, where you have to, like, tell truths about yourself and then other people tell truths that, and then you're, ba- okay, so you're, you're, so you, you're playing a video game, but it's really a board game on your phone. Uh-huh. But then you interact with each other. So you're looking at your screen. And to... and there's memories from your unlived past in the sure. screen. And they come up. Genesis is bad. Uh, so it's basically you like are, are, you have a prompt on your phone. You answer it. And then other people see the same prompt and they answer what they think I would answer. Right. And then everyone has to choose which is the one that I gave. Okay. So you're trying to come up with lies that are like good enough that people might mistake them for. It's very complicated. So you deceive your friends in an elaborate test to see who knows you the best. Well, and your, no, and your friends are also deceiving each other in order for the points. I did not understand how I got any points. Anyway. Okay. uh, The question was, the prompt was name the one thing that you have the most useless knowledge about. I mean, for you, that's, I mean, where to start. Right. I've got a lot of it, but one of the joys of that afternoon, credit cards, yeah. computers how to live your life movies yeah. uh dog care i presume beer beer i think beer is unfortunately the most amount of useless knowledge but i guess i use it in my job so hold on we just watched the fifth terminator movie well, that's what i'm getting to okay yeah one yeah. of the one of the other people in the room i saw on the screen like the list of like movies uh beard care beer stuff and someone said the shrek films wow and i was like that guy knows me Talk about life imitating art, huh? That guy knows me better than I know myself. That's true. Because I put down beer. Yeah. But no, the Shrek is like, I know way too much about Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> Get off your goddamn cell phone. I'm so phone. sorry. Everyone listening, I'm on my goddamn device. It's just like a Terminator Genesis. Fuck. I'm on my goddamn device. I want to apologize to you. world so you can stop. I want to apologize to the Shrek franchise, which I just, I t- everyone was like in their memory when they heard you say that. In their memories, they're like, oh, I love the Shrek movies. And when I was a child, Amelia Clark ran her finger down my palm and I looked in the mirror and said, Genesis is bad. Genesis. You, Genesis is Star, Star Trek. Genesis is Star Trek. And get off your dang devices. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So this is uh, Terminator 5. And uh, again, you know, for longtime listeners, you I think you understand our rhythm now, where there's always a late entry that we get really jazzed about. And we just came off the the stratosphere high of Terminator <sighs> 4, which is like a gritty, unpleasant, sad, awesome movie about like yeah. loss and frustration and agony. And you have, you know... Truly, I think the virtuosic performance of the entire series, I speak, of course, about uh, fucking Christian Bale, who has no joy in him at all. He's just like a fucking husk in that movie. It's so brutal. And we transition into this movie. And 
I want to try to set up a dynamic here that we talked about while watching it. The Terminator movie and its subsequent sequels take a lot of weird cues from each other. Where, yeah. for example, T1 is very raw and desperate, so T2 chooses to counterbalance that by being cloying, saccharine, and irritating. Mm. T3, realizing that T2 maybe went a little bit too far in the cheese factor, tries to split the difference between a sense of, like, rawness in the form of, like, a Kyle Reese who's, like, pathetic and weird and strung out looking. Mm-hmm. And, and strung like, out. And strung out. Literally drugged throughout the entire movie. Right. It, it goes back to capturing some actual sense of, like, rawness, if only vaguely. It's not a great movie. And then 4 flops really hard into, like, the, the real politique, brutal, like, ugly, you know, we're in the dystopian future. We're actually seeing this, like, really tortured existence of, like, you know, fucking Sam Worthington. Oh, that's what I meant. He's better than Christian Bale in that movie. What was I saying? Sorry, Sam. What are you talking about? I don't know. I, like, I In retrospect, I love Sam Worthington's character in that. They're both great. They're both great. They're okay, both whatever. Great. Great I think movie. you're right. I think yeah. Sammy is a little better than Well, we Chris. talked about how like in with Sam Worthington's character, they actually get to the heart of the actual question of the entire series, right. which in this movie they insultingly allude to and then make it so fucking stupid with John Connor. It is insane. Christian Bale got to the heart of the question, do you want me to smash your fucking life? <laughs> Answer, apparently yes. Yeah. Um, so this movie goes back to being a spiritual successor to T2, which, yeah. if you recall, is a trash movie that is sexist and awful, that takes Sarah Connor and deconstructs her into a hysterical woman who requires a strong man, which is exactly what we get more of in this movie. A similarly incoherent character who requires the guy... And you're coming out swinging. It's a bad movie. I thought movie. we were going to save the this talk to like the last two thirds. No, I want to get into it from the top. This is like a, re- yeah. a regressive... It's, it's trying to be... Ugh. Okay, so everything we hated about T2, we have like Ed Furlong playing, you know, John Connor, the wisecracking, you know, I'm a I'm a contemporary kid. What's up, my dudes? Yeah. And in this movie, they take Kyle Reese and they take a fat shit all over him with a truly mesmerizingly abysmal performance from Jai Courtney. Coupled what, with What is wrong with him? Um What is what happened to him? He is Yeah. This is like two of the worst acting performances I've seen. I I used to think acting was bad in the like Late 90s, early 2000s. There was like this period of time where I feel like just acting wasn't very good for some reason. And this was so reminiscent of that style. Like Natalie Portman is like a go-to example of like that style of bad acting that was really prevalent then. Yeah. And it's back in like these two people had no chemistry. They had no way to deliver lines. Well, uh, Amelia Clark, you're talking about the, the other yeah. half of this horrible equation yeah. as, as Sarah Connor. Like when he's like, John was attacked. By a Terminator. By a Terminator. It was like, Holy wait. Shit. I mean, yeah, the script was bad, but... Wow, what a what a way to deliver lines! It was so atrocious. Yeah, and, and of course they try to like have this witty repartee that, of course, is is so deflated from the beginning. And like the whole thing is like they have to fuck. That's the storyline or something. Mm. We'll get into that fucking shit show in a minute. And they keep like joking about like you know Arnie keeps going. You must mate. You got to put that dick in, bro. I'm not even yeah. trying anymore. No, uh, it's, it's really bad. Like they they never generate a spark. You at should any always point. try. You should always try. You should always try. Fuck what Yoda says. I'm so sorry. Just talking about Star Wars. How dare you? I'm so sorry. I but I think it's relevant. Star Wars. I think it's relevant because Yoda once says, "Do or do not. There is no try." Mm. I disagree. Hey, this movie is more do do. Keep going. Yeah, or do do and yeah. and try to do and a side of it's, it's side of French fries. It's very side of French fries. Mm. This movie was a stinky do do, but and I hated it. I really hated it. So the the acting either was. One person monologuing while looking down at the floor while the other person looked at the corner of the room. Yeah. And they sort of flip-flop that throughout the movie. Or talking at each other in a way that no other, like no humanity has ever had people talking to each other like that. Yes. You talked to Natalie Portman and I think you nailed it with that. Like, again, not to dunk on her for the truly regrettable uh, Phantom Menace performance. I mean, but she's, like, she's regrettable in almost every film up until like Black Swan, I think. I don't well, think she understands how to act. I think like the whole thing. Okay, so we often talk about you know. I'm oh, sorry to interrupt. You were going to say something about her performance in Phantom Menace. Well, no, I'm, I'm drawing a parallel okay, here. Great. You know, there's if, if you haven't seen the great the Michael Caine masterclass the BBC did. If you've never seen it, go see it right now. He explains Fuck Michael Caine. Why? Fuck Michael Caine. What did he do? Did he, he get me too? No, he was oh, in dude. Jaws Four. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we can never. He's on the fuck the, list. I'm Hoagie. Cameron's on the fuck shock. list. I forget who else is on the... Mike Mike Myers on the fuck you list. We've got to get away from the buddy shark. Oh, God. We need a bigger boat. For the shark I sound like problem. an Australian. Yeah, we're both going a little Aussie this time. <laughs> no, okay. So in that, in this like how like the master class of acting, he explains the difference between acting on stage and acting on screen. Mm. And it's captivating. 
And he sort of shows you like how like if you're an actor of that caliber who is not just getting a paycheck like in Jaws, uh, mm-hmm. The Revenge, um, you know, he, he shows like when you're acting on stage, it's got to be expressive and big. And when you're acting on camera, you have to like, you know, the slightest little action, the, every movement of your face matters. Yeah. And in this movie, it's the kind of screen acting where people sort of look vacantly outward while monologuing. Well, you, and you see them monologuing. Like, yeah. they're, they're like, I'm doing a monologue. The robots. The fake laughter. Like when, oh, he's reme- like when he's supposed to be remembering something nice from his childhood. And he's like, or like, you know, like, yeah, we cra- we blew up something while making, we laughed for days. Like, first of all, no one's laughing for days. Like, oh, can you when, imagine? When him and John Connor made moonshine? Yeah. Fuck. Oh, he blew up the distillery. Oh, he had laughs for days in this nightmare world <laughs> full of skulls. <laughs> Fucking awful. Can you imagine if like we blew, so let's say we're making, we make whiskey. What do you think we would distill together? Bathtub gin, baby. Gin. I oh, hate gin, yeah. but for you, I'd make gin with Thank you. Thank you. That that's fun. really nice. I actually quite yeah. like gin. Yeah, I know you do, and I'd make. We could make something cool. Mm. I think that's one of the things with gin is you can like put, well, you put spices and you can have herbs. a little bit of fun with it. There's right. a wonderful local distillery, Berkshire Mountain Distillery. Okay. Berkshire Four One Three. What up? Let's go. They're not, they're not paying. You can drink there for free on the weekends at the, right. in, the, in the distillery room, which is sick. And they, the, their botanical Wait, for, gin thing yeah. is amazing. You get up to five samples. It's sick. For free? For free. Wait, this is the weekend. We can go. We can go. We can go. I don't like gin, but I'll try their gin. They have other stuff. They have whiskeys? Whiskeys. I love a whiskey. Mm, a proper whiskey. So we'd be making gin together. Yeah. Imagine this. You don't even... Uh, yeah. Let's let's get rid of the nightmare world where there's burning skulls so there's on the ground. there's no Terminators. Doesn't even matter. There's no stupid ships flying around. No. There's just, no laser prisons full of humans just standing around. We're in your upstairs bathroom. Okay. We're making gin in there. Why would you... Okay, upstairs, fine. Well, you don't have one in your room. Yeah, we do. We have that really nice room with all the slate tile on the wall. Yeah, but it's not a bath. It's just like a big shower. There's a bathtub. There is? Yes. Where? In your room? Yes. In your airplane wing room? In my airplane wing apartment room, there is a bathtub. This is oh, crazy. Oh, I thought it was just a shower. No. It's it's I it's this is the craziest gaslighting I've ever experienced. There's a fucking bathtub You're in the middle of the room. Huh. To the Go. left of the sink, yeah. There's a recess in the wall, yeah. And a white thing that's like a big tub. Oh, let's use that. That's the one. Can we make gin in that? Why not? Okay. So let's say we're doing that. Okay. And then we blow up your room. Sure. First, I don't, doesn't sound super, maybe it has to be in the Skull universe where we'd find that funny. Okay, well, I'm, 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 here's the thing. In the Skull universe, uh, which I, I'm, I love the Skull universe, um, they have so little to begin with. I right. guess maybe it is funny when they lose like their like last two nickels or whatever. Right, it's like, that is oh, sort of fuck. amusing. Back to start. But do you think for days, like every time we walked into each other, be like, ha ha, remember we just blew up the bathtub. Yeah, well, I guess like, you know, when all of your friends are gunned down by machines around you, yeah. maybe that just seems funnier. I don't know. Well, maybe we're not giving you enough credit. Maybe this is a very good script. Yeah, it, it, honestly, I think we need to revisit it. You're changing. This is, this is this the again. scene where she's taking her clothes off and standing oh in a God. light so you can see her Fuck side me. boob outline. This is such a, a cowardly bullshit movie. And he's like, huh, John, we made gin in the bathtub and blew up. Glad we had laughs and for she's days. Like, Maybe I could fuck this guy. And she's looking off in the corner and he's looking at her side boob and Fuck it's me. like, wow. Just a side note. This movie is like Terminator, like... It's like the PG Terminator because they, they just sand down all the edges, okay? Like, Kyle Reese in the other movies is, like, fucking desperate and shitty and fucked up and awesome. And, like, he's not sexy. He just, like, his, his shit's fucked. He's, like, destroyed by war. And this is, like, a funny, like, I'm, like a, like, a nice hunk. I'm really muscular and funny. And, like, or I'm trying to be funny. He's and not. like. But I, I think let's save John. I want to save John for a little bit because We're John. Con- Kyle, Kyle. I know, but you mentioned John because he's normally the one that's, like. The fucked up The one. fucked up one. Yeah. And he's super There is John Connor this. in this. We're going to talk about, I'm going to do this thing where I do it. I don't even know why I do it sometimes. But I want to talk about that later. I think you, it makes you feel more professional, like it's a real podcast. Right, like, you we have, have, like we have an order. Yeah, no. yeah, I want to talk about John later. Okay, fine. Because a little a little spoiler for the for when we, we're going to talk about it later. Yeah. But I want to give a little, a okay, little a sure. thing for the listeners. Please. The only six, uh, only successful or like one of. No, there's there's a few successful things in the movie, but John is one of them. There's a brief window of this movie when it descends into total batshittery with an incredible cast of character actors. Right. For a minute, That's you see what, what this about. could have been, but we'll yeah. get to that. What we're talking about mostly is that the, the the heart of the movie, if one can call it that, is this facile, sexless, boring relationship between a shitty, boring Sarah Connor and a shitty, boring Kyle Reese who suck and are like photocopies of a photocopy of a T2, Ugh. and it's awful. And I think maybe the worst part of this movie is that akin to a Shrek the Fourth. No. 
Shrek, Shrek Forever After. Yeah. Excuse me. You're so bad at that. Fuck me. Fuck you? Fuck me. Fuck you. You must mate. Us must? We have to mate. Arnie, where are you? I have to explain oh my God, Arnie's to listeners. Right there. The, we learned the only way to make this podcast possible is if yeah. me and Charles fuck in the past to give birth to ourselves, who then go into rival timelines where robots will assist them to defeat their own fathers yeah. or sons or something. They have to fuck their mothers and get back into the main timeline. I'm down with it. To stop Genesis. 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 Everyone's on their damn devices, and that's the Ugh. big problem with the future. It was just like when I when I looked at it, yeah. it made me realize that I am I'm it. on my damn device. I'm it. Yeah. Can I tell you a story? Yeah, why not? All right, I was on the subway. I'm not doing much. So. Months ago, I think. Tell me a story. It was months ago. Oh, this, you mean the T? Yeah. So, tea. you know, the, it's not a big, really a subway. It's barely a trolley. It's not much of a I trolley. I think the T stands for trolley. I think it stands for terrible. That's good. Yeah, pretty good. Charlie, you listening to this show? Hey, Governor Baker, suck my nuts. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and give me back my vape, damn it. I love this. Okay, um, I was on the subway, and we're all on our phones, you oh, know? God. But no, we're all on our phones because you know why? Mm. Like, w- before phones, everyone was on their magazines, on their books. Like, And then someone next to me was like, oh, look at them, all on their phones. As, as in a Were they visibly erect for their sense of like, you know, God. No, they actually z- z- unzipped. Right. And, and, and whipped th- out a yeah. flaccid, uh-huh. tiny. Right. So small. And, and then he was like. Don't body shame this person. No, no, no this person. fine. No, this person was like, this thing's usually a nice six, seven inches flaccid. Look at it. Today, nothing. Looking at this dystopia we live in, which again, Terminator Genesis bravely predicted in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How could they could have known? Fuck. You know, it's it's like they really put this lens up to society. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the worst. The, the, this movie is so fucking dumb. Okay. So what I was gonna say a minute ago, like Shrek, Forever After. Thank you. The the ostensibly on paper, you're like, okay, this is ambitious and interesting. Like, what if we really delved into you know the multiverse and time travel? Because look, the problem with the Terminator mm. movies that we've talked about a lot is that. The central dynamic of the main plot of time travel is completely confounding and batshit and makes no sense. And under any examination, it basically is flimsy and falls apart. So this yes. movie is like, what if we didn't just magnify it? We quadrillion times magnified it. Are you it. talking about Shrek or Terminator now? Terminator. Okay. I'm well, saying in Shrek, it's like the, it's a cool you idea. You so oh, Shrek, briefly talked about Shrek. Can you talk about it a little longer? If you're going to bring up Shrek Jesus forever Christ. after. Talk about it for like a minute? <clears throat> I get very confused. Okay, fine, fine. Yeah, because you're a fucking idiot. Well, so what happened in Shrek Forever After? I don't know. Google it on your device. I can't. I, I saw can't. it off both my hands. It's so true. I will never use my devices I again. I taped a mic to your neck, and that's yeah. how we're getting this. Um, no, in Sh- Shrek Forever After, it's like, okay, cool. There's like alternate, there's an alternate universe of Shrek, and we're going to, like, the idea, like again, like, if I was to describe to you an ambitious late in the series movie, you're like, yeah. oh, that's kind of cool. Multiverse Shrek. Like, what a weirdly daring choice to make for a children's series. Yeah. So in this, it's like, okay, what if we really got into the time travel and really got into the different multiverses going on in this, and the idea of, like, multiple timelines. You're like, oh, on paper, that's actually, like, like, uh, you know, again, it's kind I'm, of a cool idea. I'm going to interrupt and disagree. On paper, that idea sucks. <laughs> it From the get-go, the reason why these movies work is, as you said, if you put them under any scrutiny, the time travel bullshit falls apart. So how these movies work when they work is to be tight, be exciting, and be very small and simplistic so that you do not ever think about more than what's happening in, on the screen. It's like Terminator 1. is like one robot, one guy sent back. And if you think about like, wait, why don't uh, 20 years from now they send back 10 robots to the exact same point? Like once you open that up, it's like, oh, they could fucking do whatever they want. So let's not bother. This movie opens it up. Well, no, it, it, it rips it open. It sucks. And, 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 and like uh, some of these t- sometimes doing these the episodes, we, we, I think we'd make a good faith effort to tr- try to explicate the plot a little bit to explain how this expands or contracts the universe. This takes a fat shit all over the universe. And honestly, like you have no reason to see this. Explaining the plot is a huge waste of time. It is so pointlessly busy. Yeah. Where the amount of exposition required on an almost minute by minute basis to just drag it through the most basic hoops is so exhausting. Like it's a homework movie. Cause like yeah. they're yeah. like, 
We're going to have different timelines. We're going to explain the time travel. We're going to get like time travel multiple times. We're going to have like, and so at a certain point you're like, wait, I literally have no idea what's going on. The stakes have evaporated. All of a sudden, I guess the big transformation of note for us covering the series is that now Sarah Connor is aware of Kyle Reese's role in her life. Arnie is back to stay and he sticks around and is her father figure now because again of course God forbid Sarah Connor be an independent woman and now John Connor has mutated into Skynet who is Doctor Who and Doctor Who Skynet is a projection who kills John Connor in the opening present but now in the past present is a projection of Doctor Who man who is Skynet guy and Jason Clark is now robot guy you know what this movie is really good at what at explaining verb tenses (laughs) Like, this movie will go over the perfect, the pluperfect, and the future perfect all relatively easily. That's true. Like, you could use any scene from this movie to be like, all right, this is when you would use the future perfect. This is when you'd use the pluperfect. Yeah, I mean, like, it's certainly if you were trying to teach grammar to yeah, a child. Yeah, this is a great grammar movie. This is movie. the movie I would show them. Me yeah. too. Also, again, it's completely sexless and boring in every way, and none of the violence has any significance, and there's never a sense of danger. Yeah. Like, so it's great for children. Yeah, my dad, like, that little thing that he did where he, like, sent us to go brush our teeth and then fast forward. Well, he probably would watch the sex scene and masturbate real fast while we were upstairs brushing our teeth. But, like, he wouldn't even have to worry about that in this movie. He could masturbate after he went to bed. Did your dad show you Terminator Genesis? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. No. Wait, is that is that what your dad called his dick? Yeah, Terminator Genesis. No, he well, yeah, he did in his own way. So I gotta show you something. It's Terminator Genesis. I was like, Dad, that's your penis. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't want to, Dada. No, Dada, no. You no. know, we we just had a scary moment in studio, like much like Genesis. <laughs> You're frightened. Um, oh, by the way, so the, the <laughs> not not the, scary talking about the name of the movie. Let's just get into this for a minute. The movie is called Terminator Genesis. You're like, mm. oh, okay, like Genesis, probably the plot of like the the Genesis of the series. That makes sense. <laughs> no, there's literally something <laughs> called Genesis in it, and it's the son of Miles Dyson, the Skynet creator, in mm. an alternate timeline, has created. Genesis, the operating system that, as a as a, like a ER technician tells us very neatly, will unite his car, his cell phone, his laptop, wait, wait. and his tablet. Or, You're doing it out of order. I'm sorry, please. please. Yeah, I'm so sorry. If you fucking respect this podcast, if you respect me, I'm fucking sorry. Thank you. Fuck you. Uh, he says they're like, what is this? Is this some sort of operating system? He's like, yeah, bro. It'll connect your phone to your tablet to your laptop to your car. Yeah. This was made two Ugh, years ago. It's so fucking dumb. Two years ago, that's what they thought the future right, was okay. going to be but like. But also, like, this idea of, like, you know, the vast computer system that overwhelms all of humanity, that is, this is 2017 this movie came out, and that is the, that's the big scary idea. It's, like, one of the truly most tired tropes in sci-fi, an exhaustive, like, it, it's it's just not good. No. What I was saying was that the Dell backup and recovery window popped up over yeah, the yeah, screen, yeah, and yeah. I was scared, and I was, I was like, what if Genesis has taken over? Oh, my God, it's a boy. It's a boy. Wait, there's a boy on your screen. It is a boy. Hello, it's me, Skynet. So if we talk about that, like how there's a whole scene where like he has that false or real memory of a non-existent past where he's like explains that This movie Genesis- has in- Inception bullshit in it, which again, like talk about a movie that under scrutiny, it's like this is very dumb. Genesis is Skynet. Like there's no reason for it. That's for us. Right. It's, so it, why even make that? Why not just call it Skynet? It because make any no sense. one except for the main characters care whether it's called Genesis or Skynet. Right. No one gives a shit. So like the fact that it's called Genesis is only fooling nobody. It it's doesn't, only it's, fooling nobody. It doesn't matter. And they make this huge thing about like a, a fake memory where he's like telling himself from the future in the past that Genesis is Skynet. Wow, it's rare to see a movie this facile and dumb work this hard to prove its own point, which is a stupid point. Like, there's no clever premise to this. No, you could, they literally, we were talking about this, like, the action set pieces are seconds long because they decided to include minutes long scenes of exposition about things that do not matter. Okay, so I want to just harp on that for a minute. Okay, well... Terminator 3 is not a great movie. It's like a fine movie. But I would say the practical effects of the chase sequences and action sequences mm. give it a certain heft that this movie has none of. Like I think the scene with the with the huge with the huge crane truck yeah. and, and that, that's an, a fun. really fun scene. Yeah. In this movie, in I'm not kidding, a span of 10 minutes, there's a massive bus accident on the Golden Gate Bridge, mm-hmm. which is just sort of meh, okay. It's not, it, it's, can, can I make noises for everyone? Sure. What noise would you like? I can do a few. Why would you give me the option of the not have a thing? You weren't you're just like, okay, I don't know, make a fucking noise. Do you want like a bang? you want a check mark? Do a car do crash a... accident sound. Every time you list this something. This is so shit. A bing, just do bing. Okay. 
I can do the car crash. Just thing. fucking pick something. <laughs> you know, I regret. I regret opening that door. All right, next. Okay. No, this What's is the next bad. one. We're not doing noises. This sucks. Okay, so like, there's like. Wait, continue the list. I'm ready. Okay, so they, they go to Sarah Connor's secret weapon. Wait, no, we were listing all the shit that happens in ten minutes. No, I know, but I'm saying like, oh, the, we're going back. Okay, so just to go back before this, they go all to right. like Sarah Connor's secret weapon hideout where she told, <laughs> yeah, Daddy Terminator hideout. to hide stuff. We cut outside. It's like a fucking like tourist, like a tourist like scenic spot in San Francisco. Okay, so with Jason millions Clark of guns, gets on a motorcycle to chase them on a bus, just like in Terminator Two. He's on the motorcycle for all of. Less than five seconds. He, you done. see him on the motorcycle for zero seconds. He lands on the roof. No, we see him like literally on it, and he lands no, on don't. the roof. And that's you it. are inserting that because your brain makes that connection. They right. do not show him ever get on the motorcycle. So they set up a motorcycle. We don't even see him doing it. Falls it. off a. Br- it falls onto the. You don't even see it fall. You see the dent. Right. And then you see it fall into the street. That it's is the so entire stupid. use of the motorcycle. Then they're fighting on the bus. Wait. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up! Just shut the fuck up! You drive me crazy. So then they fight on the bus, and the bus like hangs off of the Golden Gate Bridge. Like in any other movie, it would be the climax of the movie. It's yeah. just like some dumb thing that happens. The cops who like arrest them are like, hey, get off the bus. Go ahead. Cut it out. Yeah. Get on your no knees. No sense of terror. Um, then after yeah, like that, the- they break out of prison, and there is a helicopter chase through the streets of Los Angeles in helicopters. Wait, you also skipped like an MRI like Oh, the battle. MRI. The, the, the greatest uh, foe that, uh, tr- that fucking Skynet no. faces is an MRI one time. It's... So crazy. Then there's a helicopter chase through the streets of downtown Los Angeles where a tanker truck explodes. And that is roughly a minute of the movie. It's swelled on for... There's no stakes to it. There's no weight. They just hurl this digital crap at you. There's nothing to it. And they move on like nothing happened. And and I wanted to go back even farther. We were talking about how like this movie is like, you know... You know, everyone. There's a billion subscribers to, to, to Genesis. And it's going to take this this fucking OS that's on every billboard in Los Angeles yeah. and San Francisco simultaneously, or whatever, whatever fucking shit oh, wait, city. What city were they? I thought they were in San LA. Francisco. It's San Francisco. They start in LA. Then they end in San Francisco. Fuck. How they get to San Francisco so Who fast? Who fucking knows? It makes no that's sense. That's crazy. That shit's fucking crazy. That's like a solid five hour drive. Um, yeah, anyways, it's a um, six hour drive. I've done it many times. So I was joking while watching this with you. But, like, yeah, the movie is set in the 20 teens, and there's this massive company trying to, like, take over the world with, like, a monopoly of an OS that will overwhelm every piece of fucking technology in the world. Can I list them again? Yeah. Your phone. Your phone, yeah. Got your your tablet. Phone. I love my tablet. Your laptop. Laptop, yeah. Your car. Probably car. And you know what? I have a Chromebook now. Probably my Chromebook, too. It's done. It's done. Um, and my Apple phone's fine. The, the way they the don't movie. Really allow that shit. That's true. God, Apple's Steve so Jobs. Great. God, they knew what hey, he Tim was Cook. doing. Or it's like, didn't Trump call him like Mr. Apple or something? Yeah, I'm that Apple man. Mr. Apple. Yeah, Mr. Apple. Is, there, is that Arnie? Yeah. Oh my God, Arnie for president. Arnie for president. Arnie for president. He's the governor. Yeah. He's he, the governor. Do you think he, if he killed enough people, we would let him become president? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay, but so in this movie, the way that society responds to Genesis, which by the way, we're living through the time of Facebook and security breaches and Russian hacking and Amazon like gutting our, the American economy into yeah. this like horrifying like slave state. And like there, we are living in a time where this dialogue about technology companies Bernie, is Bernie, 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 Bernie. Okay, Bernie. We're, we're living in this time where like, this is a massive conversation about monopolies, about information technology, about privacy. And the way they depict this in this movie is everyone's like, Yay! This is like unambiguously a good thing that no one is critical of. Like, yeah. there's, there's nothing, there's no humanity to this movie. <laughs> like in any other movie, like I can imagine other directors being like, this is like you know, that this is a whole half hour of the movie is like talking to like the CEO of Skynet or, or fucking or Dynatime or Dynatap or whatever the fuck it's called. You know, Nabisco. Like, Nabisco, yeah. yeah. Like the, the, the CEO of Nabisco about his technology project. Like this would be like a huge conversation but in the movie. It's like, no, we all agree across the board everyone's fine with this and no one's gonna stop it unless we blow up the headquarters of the company like the only conceivable and that's why this movie is like another like extension of like lazy corporate fascism where like the only way that these things are responded to are through violence (sighs) there's no dialogue there's no democracy it's all male violence at the end of the day because again Sarah Connor she's too hysterical at the end daddy robot daddy robot and then Kyle Kyle Reese like an objectively fucking ignorant moron yeah he's like no he would have wanted this it's like she's a fucking adult woman she's lived with this guy for her entire life but uh, just like in T2 she has to fall apart at the end it's it's deplorable it sucks so so this uh, movie we talked about the way that like time travel is used in these movies. This is this is the like 
ultimate expression of time travel. The movie itself is like what's going on in these movies. So you have like T1. That sets it all up. This movie, then we have T2. This movie is like if T2 time traveled back to T1. And they even did that. It was like, they they did like they do so a, much fucking a, a energy. A weird amount of time doing shot for shot remakes of T1 yeah. just to shit all over Didn't they got Gus Van Sant to come in for that section? Oh God, fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah, they they, they, they really drag T1 through the dirt on this yeah. one. Yeah, it we sucks. got to see the bum. And fake fake Bill Paxton. And again, Ugh. just to go back to the sexless, the, the, the sexless textualistness of this movie, there's yeah. n- almost no male nudity in it. Yeah. It's extremely conservative. There's, yeah, there's just that shadow side boob. And but there's like, this weird scene where she like intentionally when they get off the freeway. They bust her like, up. Yeah. She like she like, squeezes them together. Squeezes and it's like, her. why is this happening? Like, like, like it's it's like this kind of like cowardice where we don't see any male butts or dicks, which happened in the Ugh. first four movies. Yeah. And then we see like a woman's busty silhouette on a brick wall. Oh my god. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Like, like it's it, it's 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 sad. It's just like a sad devolution. This movie yeah. is extremely conservative for any number of reasons, but like something about that really irks me. We're like, no, it's bad. We, we don't we, like. We're gonna do a shot for shot remake, but we're not gonna see Arnold's butt this time. Or Dick. Or Dick. Give us the fucking Dick. Fuck. I did it again. I'm so you sorry. Did do it again. Too. Shit. I'll fix it. I'll fix it in post. I'll fix it in post. Yeah, we'll fix it. Just fix everything in post. Yeah, I'm good at my job. I'm just I'm, this part of my job. I'm not very good at. Yeah. The actual like recording and being good at podcasting, but damn, can I episode and edit? Can you episode and edit? Damn, can, I'll fix that in post, man. Yeah, right. Actually, maybe I will. That'll be funny. Yeah, good luck. Um, It'll be like, I can edit on episode. What you're not seeing is that the, the billions of metal particles, the nano things that make up Charles are shifting and rearranging. Okay, so we talked about this earlier. We're, we're, we're talking about the Terminator movie, so of course we have to talk about the like seventh John Connor. Um, and Let's this movie played by the fucking... Okay, so... The Prince. I want to get this out on the record. I will go to bat to Serenity any day of oh, the fucking God. week. Serenity, starring the great Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway, features a performance of Jason Clark that is so fucking transcendent. Say his line. Say his line. $10 ass. <laughs> That's all the line is now. It's the best. Um, if you haven't seen it, uh, all I can say is it's the finest American film. It's and, on Amazon Prime. And Hathaway calls Jason Clark daddy roughly 75 fucking times. <laughs> Jason Clark is so monstrous and sweaty and awful and amazing. In the it. best way. He's incredible. He he wants $10 ass, which, hey, you know, who among us doesn't? Um, so for, for that, like, in a way, like, to, to give the movie some credit, given that they do a heel turn on John Connor later in the movie, I will give them credit for casting Jason Clark, who is a delicious villain. He throws everything at villains. I love him as a character. Yeah, actor. and he but he plays the beginning well. Like, I did not see it coming. Mm. He's like, I was like, this is a weird casting choice to make him be John Connor. I was like, oh, he's sort of okay at it. And then... Second half, I'm like, ah, I get it. Mwah. I get it. Right, the movie—it's a torturous movie because, again, we, we alluded to this earlier. In 2017, Los Angeles, we get a little bit of just John Connor and also a little bit of J.K. Simmons, woefully underwritten in this movie and woefully absent oh. for most of it, playing a cop from the 80s. Incredible. Who, by the way, it's a great moment in that part <laughs> during the shot for shot remake of T1. Yeah. Where, uh, you know, there's a T-1000, that's the twist, He's because you know, we realize the timelines are all fucked up. And uh, Kyle Reese is like, you know, we're going to, you should really uncuff me. And he's like, hey! the cop's like, you know, his partner just got fucking like cut in half. Like a knife. Yeah. And he's like, well, you're still under arrest. I, yeah. mean, I don't know if I should uncuff you. It seems a little untoward. I am a cop. And, and In the <laughs> most copsy move ever, rather than just beating the shit out of him, he's like, you're still under arrest. Uh, sorry, buddy. Uh, I cannot hook you. We played cops and robbers. I caught you. I won. Uh, then of course he doesn't cuff them. But anyways, then flash forward to 2017, and like that cop is like, we're told is like an alcoholic <laughs> lunatic, and like it's like, wait, no, show us the movie about the cop who was like putting together yarn, connecting Terminator shit for the last 30 years. Yeah. That guy sounds awesome. Yeah. So he's a, a little breath of fresh air, and of course, uh, uh, my Mad Men friend, whose name I forget, who's great. It's okay. He's he, my Mad he still Men friend. Respects you. Yeah, and random woman who turns out to be Jason Clark later. Wow, great role. The women, yeah. just the female roles in this movie. Oh my were, god, let's listen. Wah. to them. There's Sarah Connor, the weak woman who requires multiple strong men to support her. Yeah. <sighs> wait, 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 wait. Kyle Reese's wait. Dumb Irish mom. Yes, I was just about to say that one. Yeah. There yeah. You go. Yeah. What did he say? Can you? What, I forget. He's like, I'm Irish, so they're like, stop using your cussy, cussy potty mouth. He's like, I'm fucking Irish. <laughs> it's great. This movie's fucking awful. I'll fix that in post. What's the fix? 
This movie's terrible. Yeah. It's fucking shit. It's yeah. just so bad. It's like so insulting to everyone. Except again, so yes, we get this little like breath of fresh air where Jason Clark is just like full unhinged lunatic, like robo John Connor, who's like, I am now part robot because Matt Smith, aka Doctor Who, stuffed his metal hand in my mouth and now I believe in Skynet. And you know what my honest reaction to that was? Jason Clark needs to be in the Matrix 4. Oh, yeah. I was, I was like, please give him an, like an Agent Smith-style role. Oh, my God. This guy, the menace that he has, like the, the genuinely unsettling serial killer vibes he puts off are incredible. You know why this movie stopped working for me was when he became all digital. Yes. Like, he is so effective as when he's when he's himself mm. in the flesh where you could like pinch his cheek like all right that's a real person pinch that fucking cheek mm, i want to pinch that cheek pinch pinch but like as soon as he like starts goofing around like shifting and becoming like the t1000 it's like you lose everything that's scary and intimidating and big about this person he becomes digital, digital. and if i learned anything from this movie is Digital bad. Digital's bad. Digital's not good. No. Because everyone's on their damn devices. And the movie God, really gets to that, which it. I love. Everyone's on their damn devices. God damn it. Just got to get off the fucking device. That security guard? On his damn device. Yes. He had so many devices he could be doing his job oh, looking God. at, but he's on his little phone. Because it's a baby movie for dumb baby idiots, like Arnold Schwarzenegger walks into the hospital where all of our beloved main cast is being housed Mm -hmm. and no one looks at him. He bursts into the security guard room and the security guard is so hooked on his damn device. Oh my God. He literally doesn't look up. Doesn't even do his job. That's the state of this country is people are not doing their jobs. It's because they're on their damn devices. They're on their fucking, and everyone, can I, yeah, they're on their fucking devices. You know what? Normally, let's I'm get against, rid of this dumb kid talk. Yes, I'm, I normally am against the like the cuss words, the duty mouth. But in this case, you're you're absolutely right. Um, if we it, infantilize this, we will not understand the full depth of the problem. Right. It's it's we need to get to the heart. They're of on their fucking, fucking devices. devices. God, because as we know. Speaking in 2019, all anyone talks about is their dang OSs. Oh, my God. Everyone's like... Did you get that new hot update? Oh, I love my update. What's you on? 26.2.8.9? Uh, try point .10. You're on point .10? Yeah. How is it? Uh, it's great. God, that sounds so fucking cool. I'm on an oh, I'm on iOS. It, connect, it connects my voicemail to my fucking dick. <laughs> so when I piss... Right in the it dick? It plays a fucking voicemail. Oh, my God. That's 10. Can you 10. believe it? Can you believe that's, it? That's point .10? It's point .10. God it's damn it. amazing. See, I got to wait till Daddy Jobs tells yes. me when I can have an update and what's safe for me. It's true. I have to wait. God, right. I wish I was on Genesis OS. Oh, Genesis looks so good. The best part, too, is... Uh, so they're having like a big... A, cl- a classic tech unveiling where they're like, in 24 hours, one billion people will be on Genesis. Woo! And then on this massive screen, a horrifying digital child <laughs> ghost goes... I'm Genesis and I'm going to be your friend. And everyone cheers. Because in this movie, there's like two kinds of people, like nightmare future fascists and sheep. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what happens to the sheep other than they should, I guess, ostensibly die like painlessly or something. I want, bad. I want to go back to like the weird time jumps that like the movies themselves are doing. Sure. T2 sucks. And we're trying to, what's, we're going to take a little box. We're going to take a corner. This mm. is a corner time. Corner time. T2 v T5. Please. Because I think this is like. This is a real conversation. This is a real thing. Because yeah. like we have two movies that both suck. And they both suck in slightly different ways. But at the heart, they're the same goddamn movie where it's about a really a woman that's the director and writers are all showing like, wow, look how strong she is. But at the end of the day, they want to tell a story about how fucking weak she is and requires men to tell her how to be a good woman by not doing anything, by go sobbing in a corner while we take care of the mess. Yeah. And it's the same plot. We have these people, they're hiding out, they get a Terminator to help them, and they go blow up a computer place. It's like the exact same goddamn movie. And this is like why T4 was so good is because no time travel. No fucking two robots protecting one person. Like, we, they, they lose the system and they make a really good movie in this universe. And here we are time traveling in back to T2, the worst fucking movie in the franchise. Okay, but also in T4, they really get to the heart of like, you know, yeah. Sam Worthington's struggle is he man or machine? And they really bring that to life. In this movie, Jason Clark's like, I fucking love Skynet now. Yeah. I'm a fucking goddamn computer. I love Skynet. You're like, oh, okay. He likes Skynet now. So let's figure, let's figure this out. Which is, I, I, okay, I, so, I hate T2 because it ruined the movies, but like, which one, what, what's going on here? Which okay, one? So, so let, let me walk through my argument here. Yeah. It's complicated. I go back and forth as I'm talking about this. Wow. T2, His like eyes Jaws. Are back and forth, everyone. <laughs> he can't figure it out. His I'm brain. like a friggin' Terminator trying yeah. to understand my own feelings. Am okay? I love? 
Or why are you, am why I are you crying? Robot? I don't understand your the tears. Why do you love? Oh my God! There's a I scene at the end of this where, <laughs> where what's his name says the main character that I don't even want to bother remembering either of his names. Kyle. There Kyle Reese, baby. He's like, Jai Courtney. Wow, that robot really did love you. It's like, oh my no! God, no. That's the whole movie, you fucking idiot. <laughs> And, okay, so T2 is like Jaws to me, where it's like this movie is archetypal to the making of film. So, like, wow. as, as much as I have problems with it, I understand why T2 basically set up the next 20 years of action movies and blockbusters. Yeah. And it did it at the expense of Terminator, which is why it's so agonizing to watch, where mm. it's like this absolutely, like, like it, it, it takes a, a really raw fascinating ugly movie and turns into this like cute like you know parody of itself that's like that like really embraces exactly how cloying and stupid it is yeah and t5 maybe t5 has to be a little worse because it worships t2 so while t2 ruined the series and bears that original cardinal sin of the entire franchise t5 loves t2 worships at its feet and is a sad simulacrum of that so, like, the fact that it's, like, a desperate effort to capture that shitty lightning in a shitty bottle, that is somehow more insulting than the original cash-in. Yeah. Like, it's complicated because T2, again, torpedoes this entire series. Right. If we didn't have, like, fucking, like, I'm silly, quippy man now who is just to love, like, we wouldn't be, like, burdened with how dumb those movies get, which T4 attempts to rectify by creating an actual character with actual stakes that is a lot more compelling in the form of Miles, whatever, played by Sam Worthington. Um, so I don't know. It, it's a real. It's like a. It's like a classic. Uh, you know, when uh, remember Clegane Bowl from Game of Thrones. What are you talking about? Game of C- Thrones. Clegane Bowl. Clegane Bowl. What? what? We're fucking the mound and the, ma- the the hound and the mountain fight, and you're like, well, they're both fucking. You know. oh, I saw that episode. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it's a TV. Um, Amelia Clark. Um, She's it's, it. it's like, oh, they're fucking gonna die together, and like they're both really horrible people. We kind of like one more, but they're obviously both mass murderer, psychopath, sociopaths. I feel really bad for her. The fact that she was only allowed to be in the show Game of Thrones because she would show her tits like is every that, ep- Hold on. That's a very sexist remark. No, I heard that. You oh, you heard that? I read I heard I read She's an arc- a sentient person who took on a role that has things. But like to I, her. I heard that they were gonna get someone else and they're like, No, I'm not gonna fucking be naked just to be in this TV show. I'm like, all right, we'll go find someone that will. Well, that was a sexist, dismissive remark in Amelia Clark's career, and you should edit it out to save your ass in Hollywood because you're canceled, fucker. Oh, fuck. You're canceled because you're a piece of shit. Fuck. Fuck you. Well, I was just going to say, she's a really bad actor. She's quite bad. She's very, regardless she's of bad the, in everything. The she's a terrible actor. Horrible sexism you displayed in this podcast that has besmirched our good name. We don't have one of those. Uh, it's bad. Um, no, she's terrible in this. And I, and I feel bad for her because, again, it's like... I do feel bad for her. From the get-go, it's thankless. To, like, revive a, a an iconic performance, regardless of, like... Regardless of our take on T2, the, the archetype of, of Sarah Connor is a defining American action film hero. And nothing's going to change that. So for her to, like, come in and do, like, her version of it, it sucks. It's hamstrung from yeah. the beginning. It's, you can't win. I'm going to disagree with you. I agree with you that they're both bad, but I think that T2 is worse than T5. But okay, remember that I, could you mind if I reference Star Wars for a minute? The film Star Wars? You know I love it when you do it. Do you remember when Han Solo, uh, he calls, uh, he calls old Ben Kenobi, that fucking wacky old guy in the, in the fucking dress, yeah. a fool. And Ben Kenobi goes, hey dipshit, who's dumber? The dumbass, the dumb motherfucker who follows any piece of shit. I remember that. And the point he's trying to make in the movie is that, you know, maybe he's a wacky doo-doo brain, but Han Solo followed him into the wacky doo-doo plan. So he's a fucking doo-doo head, bigger than the guy. So my argument is that much like in, in Star Wars the movie, mm-hmm. um, T5 is the doo-doo brain idiot who followed T2, which is the shit shit bad man, I into just, a worse thing. I mean, but I disagree with that entire concept. I disagree with old Ben. Ben Kenobi? I disagree. Obi-Wan? I mean, he's a wizard. First of all, I can't trust him. He's a space wizard. But anyway, his, like, yes, he followed him because he was offered a lot of those riches. And I would follow an idiot that I don't trust if I was going to make a lot of money. That's how everyone dies in all of these movies. Which movies? Star Wars? In, like, uh, Indiana Jones and shit, there's always the guy's like, I want the money. And he dies because he doesn't have a noble thing, which is to steal stuff for a museum. But this is culture telling us to think badly about that when... The people making the movie are making millions of dollars because they're doing exactly that. There are cultural raiders of their own kind. Yes. Correct. Raiders of the lost money. <laughs> I mean, this Whoa whole, this, I feel like this whole myth to keep 
I'm going to get on my little Bernie bro box right now. We're called Bernie bros. This whole myth that like money can't buy you happiness. Like you shouldn't, you should follow your heart and not make money. You know who's telling you that? Fucking rich people dictating culture are telling everyone to be poor while they can just rake it in. Yeah. I agree with Han Solo. Follow an idiot and make some fucking money. So anyway, to bring that back to Terminator, I think T2 is much worse because for for a lot of reasons, I think one of them is because it is lauded so highly as a movie that's good, which makes people forget about all the ways that it's terrible. Or this is just like everyone hates it. No one's taking it seriously. It's not about anything. Okay, I think you're, let, let me... You actually may have convinced me because I think what you're saying, if I can translate it from doo-doo brain talk to like a Come smart on, guy talking, fuck, fuck you, fuck you. T2 is is visibly cynical about movies in a way that T5 is just dumb. Yeah. Like T2 is, is actually like, I'm. we're really going to like aggressively redirect the entire premise of the original movie into this very like, you know, fucking insulting, condescending piece of shit that's just designed to sell things while t5 is just sort of maybe more like a pathetic successor to that dynamic that it created and what i would also say is that james t2 is skynet yes there you go yeah. james cameron is like Miles Dyson. celebrated as a filmmaker and an artist who gives women roles and all he gives them are trash like his idea of womanhood is being a crying mother and like he's now like respected as a, a man in the 80s that was giving women roles making strong women. And it's like, yeah, superficially she has muscles. She can see like where her biceps start, but down deep, he's like, he's like making this insidious thing where we like look at that character and like feel for her when she like doesn't want to kill a father because she's a weak woman. And like, that sucks. And that's like why wonder woman exists. It's like, we have these movies that star women that are strong, but down deep, they're just like really bad representations that people are latching on to be like, yeah, we want a strong woman. We want a strong woman. But all the, there's movies are just like perpetuating stereotypes about women that are unhealthy. T2 sucks. Okay. I'm sold. Yeah, fine. And yeah, T5 is doing the same thing, but it's like, I don't give a shit. No one cares. It's like a distant echo of the original problem. So yeah. I hear what you're saying. And like this movie, like, yeah, he cre- he is like a filmmaker that dictated culture in the same way that Mike Myers did. And they're both bad men. They both suck. Like, Cameron, I down. I swear to God, he like fucking hates women. He like treats them like such shit. Like if you do any like reading into the like, way he treated women from the eighties until now, he like he married six of them. He had children out of wedlock, and like just like he's like so insidious and like lets them think that he's on their side, and then he fucking throws them away. Well, hold on, to be fair, he is on the record about his one true love. One what? His one true love. Who's that? The ocean. Let me get down in there. I want to get in the fucking guts of this bitch. Oh. Talk about the ocean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or anyone. Yeah, but most yeah, anyone who's fucking. Like, anyone yeah, fucking know, I, I'm with you. I mean, like, I guess you're right. The original, the, again, the original sin of this entire series is T2. It's, 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 it's the unsurmountable problem with this franchise. Yeah. And T4 gave us like a respite from that. Yeah. To re-examine the themes of the first movie, you know, that that, that maybe weren't developed very much in the first movie. No. For, for good reason. It's not like that the, the, wasn't really the place for that. And 4 gives us more of that. And this is, again... It's a regression to a horrible mean, which is T2. Yeah, I, I'm, I have no proof other than watching his other movies, but I know that he got help from his then wife at the time writing T1. And T1 actually feels like a movie written by a woman about being a woman. Sure, and, and to draw on, it's like the closest analogy to it. In Alien, at the end of the movie, she saves herself because everyone else has failed and she mm-hmm. has to do the job herself and she does. Yeah. She draws on herself and alone, she finds a way to win. And it's not it's not insulting. We see her survive and, and get through something really, like, it, it's, 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 it's understatedly powerful to see someone unassisted find their way to survive. Right. And like, it's, it's, it's really raw and amazing. And then T2 literally inverts aliens. that where by the end of the movie, she's weaker than ever before. Aliens. Same with Alien. No, I'm saying, I'm saying that, that that's oh, the yeah. parallel and on say, And Aliens too. In both sequels he does for, for both of those films, he takes that strong woman who by alone, by herself, succeeds and finds a way forward. Um, he, he pulls the rug out from under her at his own convenience. Forces her to become a mother. Right. Forces in her to both become of them. assisted by a useless, faceless, boring, generic man who yeah. sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck James Cameron. He's on the list. He's on the list, fucker. And you are too. And you should apologize to Amelia Clark. Seriously. That was yeah. really weird. Well, I didn't, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I didn't mean it that way. But it, it was, it came off poorly. Yeah. And you should apologize to I, Amelia Clark. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't, weird. what I meant was just that it sucked that her career began because 
she was willing to do something sexist in sexist, order to take the show. role. Yeah. I wasn't saying that she like I don't you hear the sirens in the background. That's the fucking cops. Oh coming my god, for you. they're yeah. coming! No, no, I think we understand what you're saying. Yeah, I, 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 I just wanted to. I want to make it very clear. <laughs> don't cancel me, please. I don't cancel. I don't care. Okay, so cancel me. Yeah, fine. you're saying you, you, you cancel this me. Show needs that rough edge oh, of us fuck. being canceled. You being canceled. I'm fine. I'm still fine. I've never said anything problematic on the show, and it's fine. <laughs> okay, so at that point, we're we're deep in the episode uh, of reflecting on the first five Terminator films, and it is insane. We've seen five of these. Uh, I'll go ahead and kick the door open on this one. When will it end? It's got to end. We said last time. I mean, I did. What, I don't know. What I, don't, conclu- I don't remember what you said. But. Well, I think like what, what we said last time was like, what could five possibly have? And the answer was nothing. A lot of storm and fury signifying nothing. Good quote. Did you come with that right now? Uh, yeah. Yes, That's I did. cool. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. And uh, so in this, similarly, it's like, there is nothing Terminator 6 can bring back to this. No. And they're bringing back Furlong and Ugh. Hamilton. I'm Ugh. like, what? And like, Cameron. Leave fucking Connor alone. Leave Sarah Connor alone. You've taken a fat shit all over her so like twice now. Yeah. So aggressively. Ugh. Let it die. All over those side boobs. God. No good. Yeah. I mean, I, I will go on record and we can listen to the episode again. But I'm pretty sure in the last episode I said I was done. Mm. I thought 4 was a perfect way to end the series. Yeah. It was a very nice, like... I, I think I was like, what would have made it perfect if they had sent Kyle Reese, we saw him like go through the time machine and like we had a nice link to one, a very cyclical movie about time travel, but we get the themes. The themes are ended. We, we understand robots now. We understand everything. Why do we need a five? We don't need a five. Oh, why? We needed a five. Yeah. Hmm. No, uh, no you're, you're t- I totally agree. I yeah, think this was like, unnecessary, so, boring, a real drag. I really despised this movie. I already answered the question last episode. I'm going to come with the same answer. Yeah, this is fucking done. I do, I'm not excited about next week. You know, we barely talked about Arnold, which is, I think, a reflection on this movie because he just like also recedes into the background. Ugh. He was sort of my safe space in this movie for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But then like at a certain point, it was just like, I just, I'm so exhausted. There was no safe space. It just is bad. Well, there's that brief island where Jason Clark is full villain oh monologuing that was so great that was a great scene where he's like what the three of us are just like castaways on a time island no time exiles yeah time it's fucking exiles. sick like there's that brief moment that's awesome and, oh my god yeah so, so yeah, that's why again why this because I can't think of a single thing that's good about T2 I really can't yeah it's a wasteland it's awful it's bad there's nothing good I think maybe the only good thing I can say about it is like the term T1000 like looks okay sometimes but he's not menacing, and they took yeah. No, there's nothing good about T two. T two is like a social studies class for me. Where it's like I remember things from being young that are like impressed upon me, but not like with any like fondness. It's just like a, like a law that you must see T two and pretend it's good. Yeah, but this, I mean, had Jason Clark. Well, like, I think like it that, had J.K. Simmons. That's it the had, the late franchise effect. Where, yeah, like you can open things up to much more interesting performances because it's considered less vital by some people. Yeah, and I think it had. A moment like it, it went so crazy with the time travel shit that I was just like, I'll give it one point out of a hundred. Wow! Versus so it gets zero. It, it gets three points for J.K. Simmons, seven points for Jason Clark, and one point for what just going crazy. What was the J.K. Crazy. Simmons line that we thought was so fucking funny? <laughs> I don't uh, know, man. It was like, oh, these goddamn time traveling oh, yeah. robots. He actually like, <laughs> he says gets, that. He just like pops in, does a Danny DeVito, yeah. and just like. Oh. Wow, this is fucking dang time traveling robots. Um, I will say, just to to give our listeners a sense of what it's like to watch movies with us, for the first time since Shrek the Third. Good work. Thank you. Um, You should have seen it. He was like sweating trying to say that. uh, That's calm. Um, When Jai Courtney goes, John Connor was killed. By a Terminator. We we burst out laughing and had to rewind we, it to watch it again. It's truly one of the worst, and I, I'm, I'm going to say it, of this entire fucking garbage podcast, truly one of the worst line reads I've ever <laughs> seen in a movie. Uh, and one of like, the worst lines, what else would he be? Yeah, he was killed. Attacked and, by. By a robot. Yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, no the shit. Fuck? That's the only That's thing. That's the whole fucking movie, dude. It's called Terminator. It's about Terminator. Like you're talking to Sarah Connor for fuck's sake. Yeah, she's she's aware she knows about Terminator. She's in yeah. Terminator. <laughs> yeah, this movie uh, is very bad. I hated every scene between our two main leads so much. Their lack of chemistry is remarkable. Their lack of skill also, okay, the, as thespians. To talk about the cowardice of the movie, the central dynamic of this movie that 
I think any other director who's... I'm not even going to look up the piece of shit who directed this. It's awful. But they do have to fuck, theoretically. It's oh not even God. sure. They, they changed the rules so much, I don't even know if they have to fuck. Yeah. But like, there's, there's like, wait, we haven't fucked yet. He's like, but I'm still alive, motherfuckers! And he's just like, wow, cool. Like, I don't understand time travel at all. So, like, yeah, like the, the central thing is that these two people who don't like each other have to fuck. And they don't. No. They just don't. The movie just, like, chooses to completely fucking mulligan and whiff on it and be like, you know what? We're just going to, like, not even address this. Well, they this. can't fuck anymore because now if they, they are fucking in 2017, John Connor's already, like, 20s. The, the logic and the, the structure of this movie is so fucking insane. I, I truly have no clue how they, like, fix this. They've, like, really broken Oh, my God. You're right. This like Oh, no. Actually, I read how they fix it. Oh, God. James Cameron and Arnold Schwarzenegger have decided that nothing has happened since T2. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, they're ripping out two, three, four, and five and just making a direct sequel to two as though none of those other movies ever happened. There's like a dark chill in my gut Yeah. now. I hate James Cameron. He's like, I'm a fucking demigod that only I can decide. what. I'm like literally going to pretend that three movies don't exist to make mine because what I was too much of a character. Asshole. Like, why didn't you make T3 then, you piece of shit? What a fucking You're too idiot. busy making blue guys. The Blue Man Group, the, Blue Man the Group, movie. Yeah. So he's producing? Yeah, he's producing. Okay, so he has the time to produce this, and yet Avatar 7 is like still in, in pre-production or something. I don't understand his career at all. It is like, it's just crazy to me. He shows up to like squats and like farts out these awful blockbusters that people think are like mesmerizing. This is and- the power of like being a rich person. It's like you can literally just like pop in and do something that makes people think differently for a decade. Well, it's just also crazy that he could have lived off of the T2 receipts forever. Then he did Titanic and yeah. he could have lived off of the Titanic receipts Which forever. Which is a really and bad movie. The most successful film ever since his last movie in Avatar. Which is a really bad... Like, he's made nothing but disasters, and yet they're the most profitable movies ever made. Well, I mean, it, 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 it's it's a, it's such like a sad confirmation that like going for sheer bombast and maximalism will always astonish people. Where if you're just technologically one step ahead where you're like, we're going to put this on a scale that's never been seen before, people will just line up to gawk at this spectacle yeah. that has nothing to it. There's no substance to it. Yeah. And, you know, and it's like, why do we, who gives a fuck about the Titanic? Like conceivably, why would anyone like... It's such a stupid, like it's really bad. And and, and like you know ch- the ending before it even starts. Right, exactly. Do you ever it's, think it's a, about that? It's a classic Argo. You don't even, yeah, you don't, yeah. you don't know what it, you know, you know what's gonna happen. It's gonna sink. It's gonna sink. It's gonna sink. Like I think about like a Zack Snyder, who's another like maximalist, bombastic psychopath, but like his weird mm. brokenness is so transparent in, these, in his movies. Yeah, like, there's so obviously a view into like Zack Snyder's fucked up psychology that it's like kind of fascinating. Yeah. And then James Cameron just is sort of like. I, he just seems like this like very cynical shrewd man who just like gives people exactly what they want and nothing more and there's yeah. nothing inside of it and it's, it's it's so much more insulting you know like to see Zack Snyder make like a, a Batman vs Superman which is like a fucking mind-bogglingly bizarre movie we talked about it you can listen to it you can listen to it on our yeah. previous podcast The Real Deal with Josh and Charles but like then Cameron again I just think it's like, he's yeah, like I he, think... he does the math he does the numbers he can just predict the next it's like it's like stocks to him <sighs> yeah there's nothing in it. He he's a Terminator, a stock, oh my God. a stock robot. James Cameron is Terminator. No, he's Skynet. Oh, he's Genesis. Imagine realizing that like uh, the terrifying robot that's gonna destroy humanity has a goatee. He has a goatee now. He's always had a little fucking horrible chin beard thing. Really? Yeah. I thought he was clean shaven. No, no, no. Okay, Mickey, calm down. Oh boy. <laughs> I sure hope Disney buys Disney's Terminator. Wait, do you think Disney's going to buy Disney? Is that what you just said? No, Disney's Terminator. They're going to call it Disney's Oh, Disney Terminator. is Terminator. Yeah. Wow, everything is Terminator. No, everything is Skynet. Everything is Terminator. Everything is Genesis, everything. baby. Wow. Equal the transitive property One of Terminator. users. Wow. Oh, this movie also, just to, in the waning moments of the podcast, while we continue to fucking just torture ourselves with talking with this total turd, this movie does another thing that I fucking despise from the franchise that if we do, it will be the end of this show. Christopher Nolan's increasingly bad Batman films. Wow, that would be a good way to end our lives. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in, blow, uh, out, blow out our hearts together. Why do you think people always shoot themselves in the head? I think it's the fastest way. I mean, shoot yourself in the heart, but then you bleed out in the heart. Your brain is your source of consciousness. So if you kill your consciousness device, then that's faster. Okay. Well, you're still bleeding out with your heart. That's really profound. No, it's just science. But no, wait, it's, but that would just. 
I mean, I guess you're saying it's like I would feel that pain. The blood, We're not Terminator. The blood okay? would still be pumping. For By the a way, isn't it while. weird that the Terminators put the heart in the heart place? And I know. They're fake humans? Oh, I hated that shit. I so dumb. Hated that shit. Like she shoots him in the heart in the opening scene. First of all, like. The fact that they killed the Terminator Let with one bullet. I just want to. They, they they made up this bullshit where like they had magic weapons. Oh yeah, yeah. later they find a magic gun with magic bullets. Even though they're, they're in like, the eighties, like stupid. the first scene they're in the eighties, they have eighties weapons. Where in the first movie it was like they shot him a million times and he was fine. And here they shoot him once in but the then, fucking then, heart. In twenty seventeen, Schwarzenegger going through the LAPD's like arsenal finds like magic magnet bullets. Magnet bullets. Fucking. Dumb. Magnet shell so or dumb. magnet missile. But okay, what I was going to fucking say sorry. before you derailed I'm me. I'm sorry. I'm a little cheeky. What the fuck were we talking about? I fucking uh, hate you. <laughs> you were talking about... Wait, let's rewind it. You fuck. You're the brainchild here. I'm just the little turd that, that talks about, you know, my life. Okay, so this movie does a thing that I fucking hate where... They introduce this stupid fucking countdown to Genesis thing, oh, yeah. which is so. I there's nothing dumber in a movie, and I, I think the, the the most like brutal example of this is The Dark Knight Rises, which has a ticking clock that is immediately dispensed with the second it's introduced, and having any sort of consequence, which I really hate. This movie is the same thing, where it's like this countdown to Genesis, where by the time we get into like you know the original time travel machine in the depths of Skynet, they're like, we've got 14 minutes left, and it's like. How much time is passed? And you know what they also do? They're like, I'm the boy, and I know how to grow up a little faster sometimes, so I will change the clock. Right. right. It's like, it's fucking Wait, stupid. No, it says eight minutes. No, it says seven minutes. And it's, Skynet's like, like, yeah, I'm a, sky, I'm a computer. I can change the clock, you fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> hey, hey, screenwriters, here's an idea. Stop <laughs> introducing ticking clocks yeah. if they don't matter. And if you're in your own movie, you're like, you know what doesn't matter? This fucking device. How meta. It's so fucking stupid. It drives me crazy. Look, we're mad at this movie. It sucks. You it know sucks I, so bad. It, it, it's like the spirit of T2 continuing onward. Knowing that T6 is going to be more of this horseshit makes me livid. Yeah. Oh, God. God, there's going to be another one. It's going to star all my least favorite people. It's Hold by on. James Cameron. I don't dislike Schwartzy or fucking Linda. I, you know me. I don't like Lindell. I don't think she's good. Poor sexless Lindell. Yeah. This was, we were talking, this is like a true Valsell movie. We were talking last yeah. week about Valsell. This is like about two people that know they should fuck and they choose not to. Yeah. I will say too, to this movie's credit, it does enshrine in the timeline that Kyle Reese will be a virgin forever now, yes. <laughs> which is super funny. I don't know. I mean, this, this timeline, he looks like he's, I mean, he's making fucking gin in a bathtub. Or so, yeah, him and John. You're telling me, fun. that's why the first one was so good. It was like, literally the future is bones. <laughs> And we get the skull on this, but like not full bones. But like this is like they have places to live. They're like actually being successful at war. They have laser weapons. They're like I don't know. It's just like he's probably oh, the, fucking the, the ugly, horrible digital mishmash that kicks off this movie in the future. Ugh. It's like a real regression back to T three, T four, fucking forever. T four on top. T four until like I this die. is a, this is a world where I could see him fucking. Like this is like the first one created a world where like I would believe that he would be a, a teenage virgin. Sure. This one, it's like, no, he's got time to kill. He's got pretty ladies well, so it's, it's around. Giant it's just like, you know, Linda you Hamilton. It's a giant accordion? It's giant accordion. It's giant oh. accordion. In this, okay, so like in the first movie, like Michael Bean and Lind- sure. Lindell Hamilton look like people. Yeah. They look normal. Yeah. In this movie, it has that like weird porny quality where it's mm. two like boring, attractive looking people going through these motions in this joyless slog. I don't know how we end this episode in any other note than to say that like I'm the series end it this is way. fucked and T4 was the best one. It's never going to get better than that. You, well, I mean, T1, I think is the best. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, but yeah. True. Of the sequels. Uh, I'm going to end it by saying that uh, the fact that they were so scared of like showing anyone's dicks, they showed a lot of like front shots in shadow where like, I know there would have been a dick there. I just imagine now all these people having tiny dicks. So small. It's tiny. So small. Like, like you, you see, you'd see it. It's the littlest dick. You'd see it. So like when I stand in front of the mirror, as I do every day, uh-huh. and admire my cock, as we all do. Yeah, your cock. Yeah, everyone's admiring my cock. Sure. Like I could tell, like looking at you, could see a little bit dangling from behind. Someone looking at me from behind. It depends on so many factors, though. I mean, like I have larger thighs than you. I think, like you know, when it's the the grown out show thing is real. Like when my dick's sleeping, it's chilling. It's not just like dangling around. Oh. Oh, I got, I mean, 
Mine's I don't dangling. think it, I think it's an, an evolutionary advantage to be a shower, not a, to be a grower, not a shower. Sure. I don't have this like massive, you know, literal swinging cautionary tail right in front of me. Cautionary tail. Mine's not a cautionary tail either. Charles, <laughs> that thing's got problems. Oh. So Charles's penis is fucked up. We hated T5. We are anxious about T6. This is not going to end well. I would say unsubscribe now because T6 is going to fucking suck. It's impossible to imagine this moving forward. Yeah. But onward we go. Onward we go. Uh, so as ever, you know, fucking shoot us an email. How you doing? <laughs> Are you, are you excited about new OS systems? How's your tablet? I don't own one because it's fucking 20. This is like two years later and yeah. cars and tablets and laptops. No one has those anymore. They're all gone. Yeah. Also, I'm going to end. I have one more thing to say. Okay. The director of this movie, may he, because I know it was made by a man, remain nameless and obscure to me, decided that robots making robot cars would still have another robot driving. And I thought yeah, that was very shit. funny. That was so fucking dumb. Yeah. They, like, what, why is there a Terminator? They're a fucking hunter-killer machine. They're like, okay, so yeah, you're going to stalk humans under the guise of being like in a skin suit, and you're going to drive a truck. I don't want to drive the truck. Well, guess what? you got to drive a truck. Someone's got it. We're, we're, we're robots. We have a robot truck? No. we got a robot truck driver. He drives a truck.